everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Axe Show. I am your host, Dr. Josh Axe. And today I have an incredible guest, Natalie Jill. And today we're going to talk about aging in reverse. Um, you know, Natalie, I actually started following her years ago on Instagram. My wife turned me on to her. And then I know Chelsea flew out to hang out with Natalie a few days as well in Southern California there in San Diego. And um, she has a program, which I'm super excited to share with you guys. It's called Aging in Reverse. And she is a fat loss expert turned high performance coach. And at the age of 48, she herself has rebuilt and created um, everything um, from nothing three times over. So again, the thing I love about Natalie is she knows so much about fitness but also, probably my favorite thing is she's such a, uh, you're so inspiring, Natalie. So, Thank you. Uh, hey, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. All right. So, um, aging in reverse. First yeah. off, you, now my wife gets, a, now my, my wife is fairly young. Chelsea's 31 years old and people always tell her she looks like she's in, you know, college. She does. Um, you're going to get the same, you know, you get the same thing. You're 48, which by the way, I usually wouldn't say that, but it's on your bio. Yeah. And so I did. Um, and so anyways, but you look like you're in your, you know, lower 30s. So well, thank you. Obviously, that's, that's really nice. <laughs> obviously, you're doing you're doing something really right, and um, and so I want to talk about that today. I want to talk yeah. about uh, in a couple ways. I'd love to hear from you, aging reverse. I'd love to talk about fitness. I'd love to talk about nutrition. I also like to talk about the mindset and some yeah. of the emotional side of things uh, as well. So let's start off just touching on fitness and nutrition, but then, then let's dive into that sort of mental me mental state. Sound good? It's so funny, Dr. X, because everybody always wants to know the fitness and nutrition. Like, what do I take? What do I do? What do I yeah. take? What do I do? And, and I can share hours, days, weeks, years on those topics. Awesome. But that's not the, that's not the change maker. The change maker is in your mind. It is the belief set. It's what you, it's the stories that you tell yourself. And, you know, for years I said I was a fat killer and I, do do that still, but I've changed the meaning of that. It used to mean the fat on your body because I could kill that. Mm. But the long-term solution for keeping it gone is what I call killing the false assumed truths, the FAT. It's those beliefs that we've been telling ourselves about aging that are not serving us. And they are holding us mm. back in all areas of our life, especially the way that we look and feel. Yeah. Wow. It's great. I love it. Can I tell you too, like I'm, I'm 38. I'm a couple years away from 40. I mean, I used to think when I was a kid, I mean, cause I feel like that's what people said. Yeah. Once you reach the age of 40, that was kind of like, but it, it's so untrue today. I mean, I see people again in their forties, fifties, sixties. So even they're 70, like my dad is 70 years old and he, he's a semi, well, he was a semi pro water skier, but he water skis three days a week. He lifts weights. He runs around with my niece and nephew, like brings him to Disney world, the beach, like He's ripped and healthy at seven years old. So all that yeah. being said, I think some of those old stigmas, some of those might be around, but I agree with you. I think, I think they're kind of, they're totally. old. And that's what was getting to me. And that's why I sort of pivoted into this huge focus because I would constantly get two things. I would get, how, how are you 48? You don't look 48. And to me, that didn't, I didn't take that as a compliment. I took it as what the heck do you think 48 is supposed to look like? Cause to me, this is what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. So that was coming up a lot. And then the other thing that was coming up is this story that women, especially women, have that they're too old and it's too late. And when women would say that to me in roundabout ways or direct, I would look at them like they're crazy. Like, why? who told you that? Why do you believe that? And I am very aware now that that's a media thing. It's a traditional thing. It's been passed down friends to friends. Like, Women have been told this and it's a bunch of baloney. And if yeah. we buy into it, we're going to make that stay around and be true. Wow. That's great. 
So just to be clear, do you want to talk about health and nutrition sure, or do you want to, or do you want to dive right in? Okay. Let's, let's do have, this. So we're, we're yeah. going to do a bulk talking about mindset, okay. all, uh, but let's dive in and talk about aging in reverse. What are, what, what are some of the diet and fitness tips that you have for people? So I look at it as a triangle, the picture of a triangle. So there's state, plate, and weight. So state is your mindset piece, which is the top most important part. Then the plate is nutrition. That's another corner of it. Yep. And then the weight is your the workout. So the, all three are important, okay? That first piece is the critical piece, and we'll come back to that. So when it comes to nutrition, I have some very basic rules, and they're very similar to your, your rules, Dr. Axe, by the way. So, and I'm just going to go over this, those basic rules, um, and these apply no matter what somebody's doing, whether they're following keto, like in your book, or they're following, you've interviewed, mentioned other guests that you've interviewed, their programs, this can apply really to anything, but these are the rules that you have to do. Number one, you have to unprocess your diet. You have to mm. eat natural wholesome foods that once grew because those are good for you. They're loaded with antioxidants, especially the fruits and vegetables, obviously. Uh, we need lean proteins. We need the healthy fats. We need the good for you carbs. And I know you talk a lot about vegetables. So that stuff, unprocessing your diet is step one in nutrition. Now, before somebody says, I already know this, I heard it. Okay. But do you do it? But do you do it? Because yeah. people can know it all they want, but if they're not actually being consistent and eating those foods, that is going to make a difference. So rule number one, unprocess your diet and look at it as how many of those good foods can I get in? And then rule number two is focus on addition versus subtraction. Now, what does that mean? That means instead of worrying about all the stuff you can't have, like I can't have my cake or I can't have my pizza, let's focus on how much of the good can you get in every day so you make less room for the bad. So drinking enough water, are you eating enough vegetables? Are you eating your lean proteins? Are you having your healthy fats? Are you getting the good in and focusing on that? Because that makes you less likely to want that pizza or the whatever else it is. It's great. And rule number three is drop the fake foods, which kind of goes with eat unprocessed. But those fake foods wreak havoc on our health. For instance, artificial sweeteners. When you have artificial sweeteners, and your audience I know knows this from you even, your body thinks it's getting those calories, but it's not. So you're going to have these cravings and you're going to have the mood swings and you're going to have the hunger and you're going to be bloated. And what happens, Dr. Axe, is people message me and they say, gosh, getting old sucks. I have no energy. I have no focus. I'm like, okay, but let's talk about the diet Coke habit you have or the chewing sugar-free gum habit because that's more likely the culprit than your age. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. So I could go on with lots of rules, but those would, I would say those are the three, like if you start with those, you're going to make a big difference. And they're so simple to follow those three rules. I love it. Those are great. And I, I love the, especially number two, just add in the good. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's something I feel like everybody can do and it's naturally going to push out some of the bad. That's why it's such a great rule, uh, focusing on, Hey, here's some things you just got to start getting in your diet. And I think yeah. that's something easy that everybody can do. Now, so, so sometimes people will say, well, what about, should I do intermittent fasting or should I do keto or should I do, they'll ask all those questions. And the answer is you can do whatever you want to do as long as you follow those rules. And as long as I other say, also say, can you make it a lifestyle? So keto, other than your book, honestly, like your book is right in line with what I teach. So I love everything you share in that. Some extreme keto, it doesn't work for me if they're taking out like literally every vegetable. Yeah. And, and I'll be clear for me, the keto diet is to be done as a fast or a cleanse. It's only for a period of time. It's yeah. not a lifestyle. It's not a lifetime diet. And it's to be done a very specific way with mostly vegetables. But all that being said, I'm with you. I have, you know, I love doing, you know, recommending collagen rich diets, anti-inflammatory yes. diets. But all that being said, these principles you're sharing, they apply to everything. They can apply to any diet out there, whether you're a vegan, paleo yeah. or 
or, 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 or whatever, just add in the good, remove the processed and drop the fake foods. Man, that's good. Yeah, those three. And I could go on with all kinds. Like, so then, you know, people say, what about fasting? Okay, there's lots of research on fasting. I, I think it's amazing. I, I do a version of it called modified fasting where that's just 12 hours. So I stop eating around six and I don't eat again until at least six, maybe eight or nine the next day. So I go, I go longer there. I do not personally do like the four hour or the six hour for me because I can't make that a lifestyle for me. And yep. I'm so focused on getting in more of the good. And I can't eat all my vegetables in that window. <laughs> so. well, and you're focusing on majors. Again, the major thing is eat real good food. Yes. Number one. And I love yeah. that. Uh, tell, tell, tell me about your diet because, uh, again, I know, and, and by the way, I would encourage everybody, follow, follow Natalie on Instagram. You got a great Instagram page. You're Thank posting you. great fitness stuff, inspirational stuff too, some food stuff. So it's just, it's just Natalie Jill, right? If Natalie just, Jill at, Fit. Natalie Jill Fit on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Natalie Jill Fit on Instagram. I want to recommend everybody check out her Instagram page, both Chelsea and I. Uh, follower on there. By the way, my favorite part of your Instagram page, at least Chelsea's, is like she loves your dog. And uh, flops. <laughs> the, what is his name? His name is Flops. He's a golden right. doodle. Flops. So uh -huh. you know when you're doing your fitness stuff and Flops is in there. I mean, everybody <laughs> loves a cute, you know. Yeah. Which is a pretty, great. pretty big, pretty, pretty big dog. But he's like ninety percent um, fur. But yeah. Yeah. And by the way, he eats an unprocessed diet too. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, Ch yeah, Chelsea and I, we, uh, yeah, similar. We have our dog. Our dogs eat salmon, you know, fish and vegetables. I mean, that's kind yeah. of the. I said he eats, he will he'll eat meat, uh, fish, or vegetables, but all of that together. Right. No, I don't give him grains. I don't give him uh, kibbles or any of that. So good. Yeah. So good. Uh, tell me about what you eat. Like, yeah, well, so like what, what does your breakfast look like? Maybe a yeah. lunch or dinner, snacks, some dessert. Let's, yeah. So I follow here. exactly what I teach, but I've upped it a level. Um, for specific reasons. So, so I always, um, so I'm not perfect. I want to share that. Like, I, I'm not gonna say I never have pizza or I definitely do. Okay. But the primarily what I eat is unprocessed natural food diet. And as I've gotten older, I've also eliminated grains, grains and dairy. No, I do. Do I think everyone should eliminate grains and dairy? I don't know. It, it depends. Um, but if you are experiencing pain, definitely, because I want to take out foods that are linked to inflammation, um, pain, skin changes, fatigue, take those things out, bloating especially. So I take those out. Like my husband, he can have all the grains and dairy he wants, does not affect him. There's no reason for him to take that out. For me, it affects me big time. You and I have spoken offline before about my back issues. I had that ruptured disc a couple years ago. I'll tell you, my pain is like a level 10 if I'm not eating on point. As soon as I remove the grains and dairy and I'm strict and I'm drinking my water and I'm, I'm doing those things, I'm like a level two or three. That's a big difference. Yeah, so before huge. someone's blaming again, my age, my age, my age, like what are you doing in your diet? Because so much of that can be corrected, reverse change just by tweaking those things. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And then you asked what I eat for breakfast. Do you want some actual samples? Like what I had today? Yeah. I'd love it. Yeah. Yeah. So typically breakfast is, I, I have vegetables and fruit at every meal. Just so I eat tons of vegetables and fruit. I don't buy into the whole like fruit has too much sugar for me. <laughs> like I love fruit. Yep. Um, so every morning for breakfast, I have some type of fruit, peaches, grapefruits, whatever I'm craving that day, strawberries, maybe, um, I always have a protein. It'll either be some eggs or it'll be, um, I make, there's like a natural Turkey sausage that I've made or bought. Um, but I'll have some type of, I'll have smoked salmon sometimes, but some type of protein. Yeah. And then I'll definitely have a fat, either some avocado or some nuts and seeds. Um, or maybe I'll have some coconut milk if I'm feeling like a smoothie and I'll mix that all, you know, something together with coconut milk. Yeah. But typically that's like my, my go-to breakfast. I do not eat until I'm hungry. So I don't force it in. If I wake up at, you know, six and sometimes it's, 
nine or 10 before I'm having that first meal. So I go off of like when I'm actually craving it and hungry. Um, lunch and dinner are pretty much the same. It's some type of protein and vegetable. So I love salads. Like I'll have big salads um, with protein, I'll, unlimited vegetables. I'm never counting that. Um, I'll use real dressing. I'm a fan of real fat. Um, so I'll have that or I'll have a lot of, you know, I'll have like some salmon, um, chicken, uh, fish, turkey burger, maybe. And then dinner, same type of thing. It's another protein, lots of vegetables. That's pretty much what I do. I love it. It's great. I have a, I'd be curious what you use for salad dressings. I've got some friends, they own Tessames yeah. and okay. have you, have you had their dressing before? I actually hasn't, haven't had you, theirs. You'd love it. It's really good. I um, typically will make my own um, with, it's just like, it usually oh, starts awesome. with either olive oil and lemon and garlic, something like that, or onion. So I always just mess around with natural things. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. I used to, I used to make this like tahini dressing. Oh, wow. Uh, that was so good. Man, that yeah. And great. I don't, I do not measure my like olive oil or any of that. Like I just, it's very difficult. What people don't understand, it's very difficult to be OD, obese just to be clear, eating too many fruits, vegetables, proteins, or nuts and seeds. Like it doesn't, yes. very hard. Like, so people can have the story of that all they want, but I'm telling you right now, if you go eat nothing but fish and broccoli, and I'm not saying to do that, but if you ate nothing but fish and broccoli, you would not be obese. It's not, it's yeah. not possible. Yeah. Yeah. The meat and veggies, you're good. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not gonna, yeah. That, that, those are the safest foods typically you can eat. Of course. Yes. Um, I know, you know, people could argue the meat thing, but I don't, and I, when I say meat, by the way, I have, first of all, I, I don't personally eat red meat. I haven't since I was 12. I haven't had red meat or pork since I was 12, not for health reasons. I just decided not to. And, but I do have chicken and fish. And when I have my proteins, we're talking like three or four ounces, by the way, I don't yeah. eat a ton of that. So I would say I'm heavily plant-based. Like I'm having way more plant food than I am animal food. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I do eat beef, but I haven't had pork in, gosh, I'm trying to think the last time I actually had pork. Probably when I was in high school. I think it's actually very unhealthy no matter how it's done, but yeah. uh, for another show. Hey guys, Dr. Axe here to talk to you about multi-collagen protein from Ancient Nutrition. I personally believe that collagen can be one of the biggest game changers for your health. In fact, it's the number one supplement I consume and recommend on a regular basis. Here's why collagen is so critical. Your skin, your nails, your joints, even your gut is made up of collagen. And if you want to transform your health, I recommend you take it every single day to take what I believe is the highest quality collagen. Search Ancient Nutrition Collagen Protein today. All right, so we've talked about removing the processed, adding in the good, which naturally pushes mm -hmm. out the bad, dropping the fake foods. I, I love your diet. It's super clean. Everybody can eat a lot of vegetables and some meat, uh, and you're going you're gonna to stay pretty healthy that way. And the fats. You can have fats. And lots yeah. of fats. Uh -huh. Avocados, coconut, the olive oil, all the good stuff. Yes. Uh, what about snacks? Like, what do you like to do for snacks? Yeah, it's funny. When I stick to my no grain, no dairy, by the way, I'm not hungry. I don't find that I want snacks. It's, yeah, it's, but if it's I add in, like we'll buy gluten-free pizza, for instance. So it's gluten-free grains and dairy. And it's like instant. I want more snacks. Like I'm looking for something else after. So I think there is something to do really important about managing cravings. And that's why another reason to not have artificial sweeteners or foods because that triggers cravings. But also the more starchy carbs you have, the more grains, the more all that can create, create you wanting more snacks. So if I am going to have a snack, something might be like an apple with some almond butter and cinnamon, something like that. That's typically what I'll go to. 
I'm obsessed lately with this. Have you seen that? You can't, they can't see me, but you Smart can see. Smart Sweets gummy bears. If you have not heard of the, and I'm not oh. sponsored by them, but I should be. From, you need to look at these. These are, they're keto friendly. You're going to die. There's three grams of sugar in the whole bag. And wow. there's 28 grams of fiber. Now, now well, what are some of the ingredients in there? So probiotic soluble fiber. Wow. Um, yes. It has gelatin, rice flour. Yeah. So we got some collagen there. Rice. And stevia. Wow. Cool. Is it? I feel like they're going to come out. We're going to find out like something's terrible in here because it like, doesn't I, make sense. I, I don't know if you remember. I, and I don't know, you know, what your favorite TV. So for me, like I, I love Seinfeld. Chelsea liked the TV show Friends. But okay. there's, a Seinfeld, there's a Seinfeld episode where um, they're all eating this ice cream. And back then it was, it was uh -huh. fat free. And then later on they get they sent it to a lab and they found out it's like so high in That's sugar what and I'm fat. scared of <laughs> yeah like yeah, but here's but here's what i know i don't you know when you have like a real gummy bear like because i that's my thing i love uh -huh, gummy candy. yeah it spikes this it spikes your insulin you crave more like i yep. couldn't stop this i have a little bag i'm done there's 28 grams that. of fiber you're full it's like not um so yeah so that's my if i that is a snack i probably have every day now because i just love that i'm obsessed until i find out there's something wrong with them <laughs> yeah that's great i love yeah. it um, you, you shop at health food stores very often. I do shop at a whole, I shop at whole foods and then we have a natural one here called Jimbo's that I like even better. Cause it's mostly, it's actually everything in there is organic and they're, they don't use plastic. Like they're, it's a great store. Um, cool. so yeah, I, think I've, I think I've heard of Jimbo's. It's awesome. Yeah. It's my favorite, um, natural food store in San Diego. And then, so I'm either getting stuff from whole foods, Jimbo's or Amazon pretty much. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, you guys are in California now. I mean, Nashville, we've got some good stuff now too. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I first moved to Nashville 10 years ago, especially for restaurants, there was nothing. Yeah. I mean, literally I ate every meal at Whole Foods. Um, <laughs> and then now we've had a lot of people move here from California and other areas, open up restaurants. Like Nashville's like this foodie city now. I mean, it's fantastic. We got great food. We got loads of healthy stuff. And, um, and it's great. Like I, I'm walking distance from a Whole Foods and a Trader Joe's and there's another health food store called Turnip Truck. And, but, um, but yeah, you guys in California, I mean, you guys have had it made for years. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do have it pretty good here. I'm not going to lie. It's one of the it's, reasons I moved here. <laughs> I like well, that. No, no, no. Where are you from originally? Originally from Washington, DC area. And I always felt called, like I always, it's so funny because that's another thing. People will say, if I lived where you lived, I would be fit. That's, which is by the way, baloney. Like you can, uh, Oh yeah. But, and I want to be clear that I chose to live here. Like you can cho choose to move places. I left a job. I left my, everything I knew. I like, I chose to move here, not knowing anyone. So it's always a choice. You can always plant yourself where you want to be. Yeah. That's good. And if you can't, then if I, if I was forced to live someplace, I don't want to live, I'd probably like have pictures of ocean on my walls. I would just like, I would create that environment. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would do. No, it's good. I mean, Washington DC isn't too, actually your weather is probably, it's not pretty quite bad. As, not, I, I'm not, not gonna lie, I hated it there. Okay, <laughs> got it. Yeah, I grew up in Dayton, Ohio, which you know, That's now, worse. I, I, I love the city I grew up in, but it was probably weather-wise. I mean, yeah. you know, in the winter, I mean, you won't see the sun for you know three months. My wife grew up in Minnesota, which was even worse. I mean, she yeah. was in the middle of nowhere. You can't even go outside. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. Um, let's start. Let's well talking about that. Let's let's talk about staying active. Yeah. Let's talk about fitness. Yep. Um, you know, I was talking about this when it, and, and you were saying uh, before we started, you know, I, I interviewed recently uh Shalene Johnson. Yeah. And you, you guys are friends. Really good friends. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about the mindset. So I don't want to get into mindset yet, but I yeah. do. So we can so talk about fitness. I, her and I, she's one of my best friends, but we definitely have a difference of opinion on workouts. So I can share that if you want. We yeah, have a no, I, yeah I'd love to hear that. I mean, we talked a little bit more 
you know, we, we talked a little bit about too, just the fitness industry, the culture, the mm-hmm. vanity. So, so, and then also some of the positives, but also some of the negatives on Instagram of, you know, comparing yourself to others, having to look a very specific way. So we can get into that with mine. So let's yeah. talk about fitness first, and then we can dive into that stuff. So I have uh, three rules with fitness also. Okay. So the first one, they kind of go together. So the first two, there's two words that you want to use with fitness, uh, progression and intensity. So I am of the belief, and I've really, anyone that's worked with me has experienced this, that there's two things you have to follow with your workouts. Are you progressing and are you being intense? Now, those mean different things to to different people. So I'm going to explain my definition. Progression means you are challenging yourself continually. So like if like one day you can do push-ups off the wall and those are getting easy for you, you're going to move to push-ups off a chair. And then when those are getting easy, you're going to move to push-ups off the floor. And when those are easy, it's putting your feet up and making a decline. You're constantly progressing. What happens is people say, hey, my workout stopped working for me because I'm old. Okay, that's not what happened. Mm. You stopped working your workouts. You're doing the same three sets of 12 that you did 20 years ago. That's a problem. That's not progressing. So progression is whatever you're doing, whatever you're starting from, you must progress it so you can create that resistance, so you can create that tension, so you can create that muscle growth. So progression, I see it all the time. People can say they don't do this. I I see it at the gym. Three sets of 12, same weight, over and over again, their body's not changing. That's why. We're not progressing. You must progress. And you can progress through higher weight numbers, um, making it more challenging on yourself, doing more reps, going longer, but you have to progress. That's number one. Number two, the other word is intensity. Intensity does not mean you have to go be a sprinter like in the Olympics. Like you just means you're going to do what's intense and challenging for you. So take um, a chin up, for example, for you, I don't know how many chin ups you can do, but you could probably knock out. I would guess. I used to be able to do 30. Now it's probably more like 15 or 18. Okay. So let's take the 15 or the 18. Right now, if you were to do 15 or 18 chin ups, if I said go as fast as you can get 15 or 18 in, that would be intense for you. It would be intense. Yeah. For somebody else listening, maybe they can't do one, just working towards one is going to be intense for them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How can you make it intense for you? Because it doesn't matter that person working towards one as a beginner or you working towards your 18 fast, that's both intense. It's the, the key is making it intense for you. What happens, especially women, they'll see someone on Instagram doing crazy stuff and they're like, well, I can't do that. So I might as well not even do anything. Mm-hmm. And what I want to say is start from where you are and make it challenging for you. That's intensity. And my workouts are very, very short, which is going to bring me to my third thing. But, my, but it doesn't matter the length of time of your workout. What matters is how intense you're being and are you progressing? Because you can be very intense in five minutes. You can be very intense in 20. You cannot be very intense for an hour. There's no way. So just saying I'm working out for an hour doesn't mean anything to me. Mm. Where is the intensity? Which brings me to the final thing is my workouts are short. Like you would be surprised how short. I mean, they're five minutes sometimes. They're like 20 to 30 minutes is a long workout for me. And because I can't do it for that long, the level of intensity I do. And if anyone doubts that that can change your body, I'm going to challenge you right now to pause this podcast and go try to hold a plank for five minutes and tell me that's not hard. Yeah. Because great point. Or go do squats for five minutes or go work on chin-ups for five minutes or go do five minutes of push-ups. So if you're using progression intensity, five minutes is a challenging workout. So 
when someone says, oh my gosh, I'm doing everything. I'm working out an hour and I don't know what they're doing in that hour. Yeah. You know, you're absolutely right. I know that I used to do a, um, yeah, for, for a while I did 20 minute workouts and I would do a Tabata. Yeah. And I would just be smoked, you know, yeah. just smoked at the end. And so you couldn't and, do an hour. You would be, you wouldn't, it wouldn't work. It yeah. wouldn't be the same level. You get dizzy, you get light, all of it. it would not work. I love, I think these are great rules, progression, intensity, doing it for a short period of time. I mean, th this is what people need today, especially people who are saying, I don't have time. Or if you have excuses or reasons why you can't do something, yep. these are, uh, these are fantastic fitness rules. I, I love these. Thank um, you. Not to switch gears. I, I did, uh, I'm trying to remember, I, I, I'm trying to think if I saw you on one of their videos. Um, I felt the move you guys, yeah, uh, Andrew and I've been on a few of yeah, I've been okay. I thought so. And this might've been a year ago. I mean, it might've been a little while ago, but uh, I interviewed them not too long ago. Anyways, they, they have their rules and they have their six things and that sort of thing, you know, for, uh, for rehabilitation, yep. which, uh, which were good. And I know that's not real relevant, but I just, it came to my mind. I'm like, I think you were, yeah, I, saw you, saw I, you was, I was, I was, cause they're San Diego too, right? Yep. They are. They're right near me. Nice. Yeah. But before we go, I do want to mention, hey, if everybody's enjoying what we're talking about here, um, I want to encourage you guys check out Natalie. She's got two things. She has a new book out. It's called Aging in Reverse. So Natalie, and I'm only seeing this number because she put it down here, but she's 48 years old. Looks like she's 31 years old. And she does an amazing job of both looking and I can tell feeling young. And so if you are saying, Hey, I want to look and feel younger. I want to ch recommend check out her book, aging in reverse. And also can you just mention real quick, you have an entire online community, yeah. right? So I have a community called aging in reverse. Um, and you can find that at aging and reverse.me. Um, but what I do there and, and because I want people to try that out, I do this awesome trial where it's literally, it's $10. You get my meal plans, like two of my meal plans. You get my best workout DVDs, and you get to take this 10-day dive challenge where I tap into what those false assumed truths are holding you back and shift that. And you get to try out the whole membership community and it's $10 to try it. So it's super, it. it's anyone that this message is resonating with or wants to learn more. It's agingandreverse.me. Okay. So agingandreverse.me, M-E. I want to encourage you guys to check it out. Thank All you. Right, let's go back. So we're talking about fitness. You had your three rules, progression, intensity, in a short period of time. Yes. And a short period of time. Yeah. And then do stuff, stuff that's fun. So I'm, I'm active daily. So I'm going to explain the difference too. Like when someone says, what about cardio? Okay. First of all, when you're working out with intensity or doing like Tabata, like you said, or hit training or that intensity, you're getting a cardio workout. You're getting anaerobic training. You're getting what you need there. However, there's another type of cardio, which is the aerobic, which I do not get on a Stairmaster or a treadmill or elliptical and just go. Cause I don't believe in that as just as a, as a way, um, of, burning fat or it just makes me hungrier like for me personally. Yeah. But what I do is I do walk every day. I'm a huge fan of walking and moving your body. I sit very little throughout the day. I sit when I'm recording a podcast. That's about it. I even have a stand-up desk for my main work. I walk a lot, but I think it's critical to move your body. And last I checked, like recent studies is like 30 minutes a day of walking, how much it extends your life. It's like crazy. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, the thing I love about walk, it's funny, I never walked until five years ago, probably, but now like we have a park close by, I'll just go yep. and walk through the woods and I'll, I'll tell you, there's something, I mean, first off, it's cause I'm doing either I'm praying or I'm doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, you know, and those, whether either, whichever it is, I'm getting to rest 
my brain. You're unplugging for a while, but I love that. I mean, just walking is so great for your health. I love oh it. And I, I say you're standing desk there in the back. It's yep, uh, yep, that's what I do. Video. I own the only time I ever sit is when I'm being interviewed or interviewing because I like to write. So I do sit so I can have be be present and all those things, and it's hard to manage that with the standing too. So. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this is a uh, the desk I have here too. This is a standing desk. It's either a Jarvis or an Uplift. There's lots of good brands. But yeah, they're, uh, man. I, I'll tell you, I, I love standing desk. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And then do you want to know about the mindset? Because this is my Let's favorite. Let's do it. Mindset. Yeah. This okay. is, I'm excited to hear about it. And it took me a long time to figure out that I can't lead with mindset because people like shut it out. They don't, because people need it. They just don't want to hear it. <laughs> so I, I, they always want the workout and the nutrition. Like, what do I do? But when people go through my programs, they always say what changed them was that mindset shift, which is funny, but no one wants that going in. But here's what I want people to know about that. And there's only three things I'm going to say. Okay. So number one, everything is a decision. Everything is a decision. So you can decide right now, right here today to make different decisions and choices. Those words actually go together, decision and choice. You can decide that at any time. And when you ask anyone that's had a positive transformation in their life, whether it's the way they look, whether it's their health, their, whatever that is, the business, you say, what was the culprit? They'll always say, I decided. So I want people to pay attention to that because it's always a choice and it's always a decision. No matter what has happened to you in your past, no matter what brought you to right now, right here today, you can make a different decision and a different choice right now and things can change mm. because your choices, actions follow that. So you can decide whatever it is that you are at right now that not happy about, you can make a decision like, I've decided I'm going to thrive the next half of my life. I've decided I'm losing the fat. I've decided I'm creating this. Like It's a decision. And you can decide. It's a choice. And every day is a decision and a choice to go backwards or to keep going forward. Number two is you have to know, and if you don't know, you have to figure out where it is you want to go. Like What is it you want? Mm -hmm. Because if you don't create a vision and get clear on what it is you want to happen, you'll never achieve happiness. <laughs> so when I ask most women, what do you want? They say, I want to be happy, but they can't define what that means. Mm. So they start doing more, trying more, taking on more. Like they're not, but they don't know where they're going and it makes a mess. It's kind of like um, if we both got in the car right now and I said, let's just go drive. Like, where would we end up? I mean, who knows? Like, how much traffic is there? Where are we? How much time do we have? Is there gas in the car? Is someone waiting for us? Like, so random where we would end up. But if we both were clear that we're going to Maui, like, we're like, you and I are going to get in a car and we're going to get to Maui. Like, we're clear. We would, we would get there. We would drive to either the boat or we would drive to an airport. We would, we would get, to, get to Maui because we'd be clear we're going there. So what I want to ask people that are listening is, Spend the time before you're like, what's the diet I do? What's the pill I take? Like, what do I want? Mm. And what does that look like, feel like when I get there? Like, decide what it is that you want. And if you have a hard time figuring it out, start with what you don't want and go with the opposite. And then the third thing, and this is the most important part, and this is what my 10-day dive challenge is about, the one that's $10 when you uh, sign up on the membership site trial, um, is you got to kill the fat, the false interests. So there's a lot of stuff uh, that has come up, probably even if you're listening to this interview right now, just during this interview of your own belief set, like that's not possible or um, that's not true or my doctor told me this or my friend told me that or this is my experience. Like you have all these stories mm. that are in your way and those are the false assumed truths because what if those weren't true? You know, I had a woman recently in one of my programs and she said, 
she came to me miserable about it. She's like, my doctor told me that I was going to gain 30 pounds because I needed a hysterectomy. And I had a hysterectomy and I gained 30 pounds. And she was devastated. And she wanted to know, is it possible to get it off? And I said, do you believe it's possible to get it off? And she said, well, I did, but my doctor said I was going to gain 30 pounds and I did. And now I don't know. So we worked on how do we get rid of that false assumed truth? Because that's not a fact. It was just a belief. And there's many people that have had a hysterectomy and have not gained weight. And there's many people that have had a hysterectomy and have lost weight. So it's mm. not, it wasn't a fact. It was a concept that the doctor threw out there. So she really worked through that. And then she took the actions that follow, which is, of course, the nutrition, the movement, all that's important, but they're actions that follow a belief. And not only did she lose the 30 pounds, she lost 10 more. She lost 40 pounds. She's feeling better than she ever has in all different areas of her life changed. But that first step was not joining my program. The first step was not the diet. The first step was not the workout. That first step was identifying that false assumed truth and killing it. Mm. That's so good. A lot of, we have people listening that are all different ages on here, different generations, which essentially means two different ways of thinking. One of the things I've seen people start to say, and listen, people may not like that I'm saying this. I just want to point it out is people saying things like, and maybe it means something different than I'm thinking it does, but I don't think it does. Uh, The whole thing, like follow your truth and sort of like whatever is the truth that you make up is actually truth. It's anyways, it's very interesting because if you call an apple an orange, it doesn't, Right. Make an apple and orange. But anyways, that saying, and anyways, by, by, by the way, I, I love these mindsets. Um, and I, I just want to hit on a few things that hit me about it. Everything is a choice and just remembering it's up to you. Like a lot of people want to blame their circumstances mm-hmm. or other things in their life, but you have a choice in how do you react to different situations. And so reacting again, and, and if somebody does something bad to you, and this happens all the time, you can react to them with love or with hate. And you know, yeah. when you're actually someone with love, actually it affects the way that that person acts in the future. It affects, totally. it, it affects you. So anyways, I love that point because we, we have a thousand choices almost every day. Yep. And um, anyways, I love that. And then number two here, uh, knowing where you want to go in your vision, knowing what your finish line is. You know, I used yeah. to, in undergrad, I was on a triathlon team and uh, you know, whenever I saw the finish line, like I could run fast. You know, you see the finish line, you yeah. run faster, you go harder. Uh, it fills you with a sense of inspiration. And a lot of people are going through life without a finish line. They don't even know where they're going, as you said. And it's like, man, I think for a lot of people, like we have one life to live and you want to get to the end of your life. And I'll just, sorry, I don't mean to tell you, I typically like nope. asking my guests all the questions. Yeah, no, like, I love I, it. But I, I had I had like a couple grandfathers and my one grandfather, like, I don't know that he was the best grandfather. He probably never told my dad he loved him and he, you know, got the end of his life. And, and, and at his funeral, there wasn't necessarily this, wow, he was an amazing guy. Like I have my other grandfather who uh, decided his dream at 40 years old was to start a swim park in a campground in Lima, Ohio. Oh my gosh. And he worked up until he died last year at 96 years oh. old. But he spent 56 years of his life, like he'd go in that campground, he would pray for people, he would give people that needed food, food and money. Like he was like an amazing, like he was like a, like a, a missionary in just a, a small area in his life. But like people at his funeral were saying, Howard changed my life. Oh my I, gosh, I, mean, I love that. But, but anyways, I think I, I love, you know, you and I, you know, yeah, you know, Michael Hyatt. Yeah. And so Michael, uh, Mike does this thing. Like he talks about like starting people off. Like, what do you want people to say at your eulogy and your funeral oh, so and that good. sort of it thing? So but morbid, but yeah, what it, do you want? But it, was, it makes me think of that. Like, that's why I love that principle you teach so much. It's like, 
we need to know, uh, we got to think about attorney. We got to think about our entire life. Like, where do you want to end up? And then number one, your choices every day affect where you end up. And then the 10 day challenge is great is really confronting and searching out what is actual truth. Truth is not what you make it up or it's not what your friend, just because your friend said you can't do it. That's not truth. And what happens all the time is you'll, I'll say, okay, this is what's happening to me too. I could call somebody and say, my back hurts. And they'd say, yeah, getting old sucks. And we like just perpetuate that. So to me, me as a coach, and especially with these women that come to me with so many real issues that they're feeling, I get that they're real to them. Um, By me saying you're right, that sucks does not help them. It doesn't, there's no choice then. There's no improvement that's going to come from that. So I'm going to challenge people to find a solution because there always is a possibility of a solution. But as soon as we're sucked into, there is no solution, or this is the way that it is, we're doomed because there's no hope. Yeah, that's so good. So good. Um, and by the way, I have, there's another word that I didn't say, but I'll share it because it's yeah. tattooed on my, on, my, on my 48th birthday. I got a tattoo. I've never had a tattoo in my life. Um, because this word was so important to me. I was like, I need to see this word every single day. So I'm going to put it on my arm where I can't help but to see it when I'm writing or typing or doing anything. So I like committed that boldly to my decision to this word. And that's the word surrender. So I I have it it. literally tattooed on my arm. Now that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But to me, it means not staying stuck in the past and things that you've believed or that you've been told and surrender to right now what is happening what's today, what today is and make decisions from that spot. Wow. That's cool. It's, it's interesting. My, uh, one of my best friends is my, my pastor at church and he has, that's actually one of his words. It's surrender. Yeah. Uh, he talks about too, a uh, little different connotation, but some mm-hmm. similar things, but you know, it, it's interesting because I think a lot of people would view that word as weakness, mm-hmm. but the thing, like when I think of that word and I think of you and I think of, uh, you know, uh, you know, Lyle and, and yep. it's, it's, it's actually, it's actually strength. It's actually saying, uh, m- m- more of this that I, I am, uh, I'm being, um, like I think about a good marriage, like Chelsea and I, I'm comfortable saying like, I'm a submissive hus- husband and she'd be comfortable saying I'm a submissive wife. Like, like we mm-hmm. give and sacrifice to see each other be happy. Yeah. You know? And it makes that. me, that word makes me, it makes me think of that. And I, and, and that's yeah. why I like it. So, and there's a religious connotation too, but that's not why I did it though. But, sure. but I will share that there is the other thing with surrender is being okay, asking for help and guidance and literally surrendering to like what's next without the judgment of all those beliefs that we've had before. Yep. So like without the story. So like literally asking for help with all the back, without all the backstory of what, why something won't work or why you tried this or why you tried that. So surrender. It's also like trusting the process. Like be like, cause when I, when I started implementing that word, so many areas of my life have changed. Like wow. even my business, like being, letting go of what didn't work or what might not work and just saying I need help. I love it. I love it. It's so good. So good. Uh, I want to encourage everybody, check out Natalie's, um, her new book. It's called Aging in Reverse. And again, the thing I love about Natalie is here is uh, you've got a young, you you look young, but also you've got a young mind. I mean, that's the thing I love. I mean, you. you know, you're thinking about what to do you know, 50 years from now in the future, which I absolutely love. And then also check out uh, agingandreverse.me. Am I saying that right? Agingandreverse.me. Agingandreverse.me. You want to tackle those false the same truths because I go through every area of your life in those 10 days. So we start with, we do like, we do body, we do health, we do spirituality, we do business. Like, so you can basically use that for any different area. 
I love that. That's awesome. Want well, to encourage you guys check out Natalie's stuff. Also follow her on Instagram. It's Nat. It's at Natalie Jill Fit. Yes. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram there. And want to say, um, hey, thanks so much. Thank you. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Is there a specific question or health topic you want me to cover? Hey, I would love to hear from you. Do this for me. Record a voice memo with your question and head over to DrAxe.com forward slash podcast to upload the recording and I'll select several to answer live on the show. And if you're loving this podcast, head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thanks so much for being on Mission with me. See you next week. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. In some cases, individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein.